up, everybody? We're back with another episode of Forever Faithful Podcast. I'm Brian Fernio. Joined by me is my co-host, Christian Dyer. We have a special guest, Dion from Niner Gang Podcast. How are you doing, Dion? Pretty pissed off. <laughs> yeah, I think we all are. <laughs> um, Seriously. Yeah. My wife had to give me a hug. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying not to look my wife up. <laughs> I had I was over at Wild Wings. <laughs> I was over at Buffalo Wild Wings uh drinking my sorrows away with a beer, man, after that loss. And then I had a Raider fan across from me cheering on and everything. I'm like, bro, really? <laughs> this is the night you want to get punched in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> this is really the night you really you really ask for it, bro. You truthfully are. Like this is not this like it's not you, you know what really you know what really set it off too? What was the that? fact that our head coach just in his presser not a few not but a few minutes ago had the nerve to say he had to look at the film when asked if Jimmy would be the starter next week versus the Bears. Did you not watch the game? Did you just call? Did, he's, he's the most. Did you not? Okay. He, the stadium was about a good three quarters of the way full, so that tells you the faithful was like it's raining like motherfucker. We ain't got time to get wet. Watch this shit at home. Mm-hmm. And by halftime, looked like a fucking barren desert, didn't it? Didn't see many yep. people. But you know what was deafening? The booze. Yes. You know, you you when the stadium ain't that full, you shouldn't really be able to hear the fans like that. But the booze were deafening. Here, here's the thing. If I'm Jed York, everybody go home. Kyle, I swear to God, if you move an inch. We're we going to have more problems than we have now. And as soon as everybody walks out, I go on a, I, I turn into a tyrant. I go for, I go full Hitler on Kyle. I, 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 I destroy him in every way possible. And I look at him and I go, I'm going to need you to really truthfully explain to me what that was because they figured out how to put a 30. You know, yeah. we ain't won in our own home in over a year. Yeah. They showed that stat uh, the, tonight, too. We were like, what, one in 17 or something like that? No, we didn't. We haven't won at all. Period. Yeah. There's been no W's. How do you? And what kills me is the penalties. Drake or Patrick? Please, why on earth explain to me why there was a dead duck flying in the air and you decided to go for the receiver? And oh, by the way, you put you pulled a Jimmy Ward where you threw your body into the receiver instead of at least grabbing his legs and actually wrapping him up. Jimmy Garoppolo, on the last play of the game, why on earth did you throw an interception? How? 
How did you make we bro the game was over, man? You might as well just run the ball. How bro it's so depressing after this after watching this game, especially because you know you expected so much from this team to come back after a bye week, having two weeks off, you think they'd change everything up and at least try something different. But yet, Cal did the same exact thing, had one good series, and the rest of the damn game trash. fucked everything up. He, he, he thinks he's so egotistical. He thinks he can just call the game how he wants and everything's going to be great. So even though something's working, he doesn't go back to it. It's like, oh, that works. I mean, when we scored in the fourth, third, what was the third, fourth quarter, uh, then the next drive, does he do anything like what we did in the, that drive we just scored? No. Nope. It's completely fucking different fucking play calls. And it's like, well, what the fuck? Go back to what was working. The play action and rolling Jimmy out was working. Yep. Making the, well, uh, you know, Debo Samuel was the only one getting open. But at least every time he ran out on the freaking bootleg, Debo was open. At least that's working. Kyle, to to your comment, sir, we all thinking the same exact shit. But we have a coach who has his head so far up his ass that Jimmy will be out there next week. And I can't wait. I can't wait to see what Jimmy got to say. Oh, I I really want you to excuse your poor performance. I want you to. I want you to get up there and you know. Yeah, you know, we tried to play a great game, and uh, you know, I just I wound up getting, you know, it, it, you know, it, it, it was tough. You know, I, I had I had the ankle injury, and you know, I had the calf injury, and then you know, my hair wouldn't set right this morning. You know, and my girlfriend did, did didn't love me, so like, I, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't play. Pretty pretty well still in it. It's like, uh, like I said in the beginning, it was a lot. It's so annoying. I mean, he can't even. And started to pick up more. Throw more. an accurate time screen ball. Like, you know, why all those screen balls get dropped? Because they're all the way there. Fuck over here. They're fucking over here. They're up here. They're over there. It's like fucking throw a goddamn accurate screen ball. Like everybody's like, oh, the receivers can't catch. Fucking throw an accurate screen ball for once. Don't fucking throw it down here or over here. It's like, you know, he can't throw it accurate freaking for shit. Like that one where freaking coming over the middle in the first half where freaking Sherfield's wide open and probably could have taken making a a big freaking gain if he leads him and and he throws it low and Sherfield tries to go down and catch it. And then has the freaking corner draped all over him because he's got to slow down and come back and try to catch the ball when he's got three steps on the fucking corner. And if freaking Jimmy hits him in stride, that's probably a touchdown. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Lefty. Tell me that catch by Charlie Warner wasn't him bailing out Jimmy because that shit was supposed to go to Ayuk. Oh, yeah. He bailed out Jimmy. Yeah. Just looked- that that, were- that was not a ball, Charlie Warner. That was not the play because you never run a play where two receivers are within three yards of each other. You just nope. don't. Charlie yeah. saw that fucked up ass pass, and he went over there and he got it. It would have been Charlie it. didn't do that. Because let me, let, me, let, me, let me put it like this. You made a great point. Here, here's my thing. There, at some point, you got to start understanding the truth. Of what is in your face, it's like okay. Put it like this: I'm 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 gonna say this, and this is probably a bad analogy, but I'm using. It's like being in an abusive relationship, whether it be physical or mental. 
some people take years to get out of it. Some people have a hard time getting past all of that. But when that moment hits, that epiphany comes to you and says, that light bulb goes off in your head and goes, ding. You're like, I don't know why the hell I've been doing this shit to myself. But I need to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Everybody has moments like that in their life. Kyle, you need to have one. Jimmy just can't do it. Jimmy's longest throw was 39 yards to Debo Samuel, and I guarantee you that was probably only 20 yards of Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. It's, as as Niner fans, excuse me, it's getting real pathetic watching the defense go out week after week and do their job and watch the offense give them nothing. And it's getting even more pathetic when you put in guys like Drake or Patrick, when D'Amador Lenore was playing perfectly fine. So we're going to sit Drake. Oh, and then, oh, and then Tart went out with a knee injury. Yep. So, and then Kyle had the nerve to say in his presser as well. Oh, you know, we got to wait till we get some guys back. Who the fuck is injured outside of Trent Williams? And last I checked, Jalen Moore played a hell of a game. Didn't look too bad. Seemed to be okay. So, hey, I, I, you know what that tells me? Think we got a good life tackle. Or or when Williams comes back, you know, take out McGlinchey and put him on the other side. Oh, my God. Uh, I need you to get out of my head. Slow the sun. <laughs> get out of my head. I would love that. Yeah, I mean, oh, can, you ima- can you imagine bookend tackles with Moore on the right side and Trent Williams on the left side? And then, oh my God, for fuck's sakes, we can actually pass protect. I know, right? dude. Seriously. I mean, Jimmy didn't really have that much pressure. Like, we blocked pretty decent today. Not going to lie. Yeah. Like, yeah. He Do you know how? Did you, did you see that sequence of plays where we scored? What were we doing? bootlegs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we just kept going we didn't stop we didn't slow down we just yeah. kept moving we could have so should have explain done to me why you don't time. why you don't just keep going well why, why not run the ball the Colts have one of the worst run defenses in the league Elijah Mitchell was eating them alive and for yep. some ungodly reason after Elijah Mitchell had just ran his ass off you decide to start throwing the ball with one of the most inept quarterbacks at throwing the ball that I've ever seen in my life. It's it's the same thing that everybody got mad at me for for blaming Kyle for the Super Bowl loss because of the play calling instead of blaming Jimmy. It's the same stuff now. It's happened then and it's still happening now. And I got a lot of shit for it because I freaking blame Kyle for his freaking play calling and decision making in the most terrible times. It's the same what? thing. He At least he owned that. He won't just he go that. with what works. He won't he go with that in his presser. He did. He owned that. He's like, yeah, we had four losses in the row. I'm the head coach. I should get the. I, I should get the blame. No, Kyle. What we need you to do is look and go. I've been egotistical. I've been a maniac. I've had my head up my ass. I'm sorry to the fans. I really apologize to you for putting crap on the field. The rest of the season. 
we're going to go with Trey Lance. I can't guarantee you a playoff spot, guys, but we're going to go forward with him. He's going to learn, and next year we're going to come back even better. I See, I if you can say something like that, very simple, to the fans, we'd be all right. Because yep. we look and go, all right, cool, coach. We, we're going to roll with you. But the thing is, is no, you've got to shove Jimmy Garoppolo back down our throats. I get, I feel yeah. like if Trey had started the season, I feel like we'd have more than two wins right now. At least four. I call that. At least four. Yeah, I agree. Just like, At I mean, especially because if he had gone all training camp with the ones, you know what I mean? They yeah. would understand how to play with the mobile quarterback. That's the reason yeah. why there were so many holding penalties, because they're not used to a guy that can extend the play. So I don't blame the offensive line for that. You, ha- it's, it's a big adjustment. I'll tell you this. So my guys from uh, overseas, Shack Club, mm-hmm. those are my dogs. I love those dudes. They had Jesse Sapolo on, former offensive lineman for the 49ers. You know what Sapolo told us? It's not easy transitioning from a mobile quarter from a non-mobile quarterback to a mobile quarterback. It is not easy. But what the line did was they started to talk to him. They coached him up in-game and let him know, hey, man, every now and then you're going to have to hang in a pocket. You know, you, these are – we got you. Just – yeah, it's okay. And that's how a team works. You coach each other up. It, it put like this, in that game where Trey Lance was on that one-yard line and they were calling – they threw on every goddamn down. You know what I would have did? Sorry, time for me to go rogue. Guys, we're doing a QB sneak. Coach, I don't give a shit what coach called. Doing a QB sneak. I'm six foot two, six foot four, whatever he is. I'm just going to jump over the top, stretch the ball, pull it back, touchdown, let him bitch at me later. Yeah. You get respect. You, you, you earn respect in the league for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If – I'll give you another example. Super Bowl years ago. Don't want to get a ball to Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. You won't throw. And you screwed yourself out of a Super Bowl, Pete Carroll. And I'll tell you why. And this is my theory. You see how Marshawn Lynch is now? Very friendly guy. Commercials. All kinds of stuff, right? Whole different person. At that time, you needed Russell Wilson to be the MVP. You needed him to win the game because when you win the Super Bowl and you're the MVP, what's the first question they ask you? You just won the Super Bowl. Where are you headed? I'm going to Disneyland. Marshawn Lynch would look at them and tell them, I'm going back to Oakland. I'm going to take this damn Super Bowl championship with me. I'm going to be on the block with this joint. He didn't tell you he was going to the damn to Disneyland. You don't care about that. Lynch yeah. trying to take that joint to his restaurant and celebrate with his people. He was not the perfect public figure, and Russell Wilson was. Mm-hmm. Russell will say all of the right things at the right time and continue to say them. It's easy. I don't have to change who this dude is. He's already perfect. But if I give the ball to Marshawn Lynch and he becomes the MVP of this game, I can't assure Disney that they're going to get he's going to Disney World. I can't assure the people 
at Cadillac that he's going to take that car and not wind up giving it to somebody who's homeless because he don't really need it in the first place. All of the PR things I need, he's not going to provide me. <laughs> so I need to give it to the guy who can go with the PR stuff and work it to a T. That's what dudes do. Mm-hmm. But Kyle, I don't know what, what goes on in his mind, but a lot I've seen a lot of people say after his scripted plays, his offense just turns to trash. His play calling is absolutely atrocious. I mean, he doesn't even look energetic on the sideline. He looks like freaking – you know, he's dejected. Like, like he doesn't want to be there. He does. Yeah. He, yeah. Like something else is bothering him. He just looks like, ah, what, whatever. Let me just call this play because I got to call it. Like, dude, like what, what is going on behind the scenes? What's going on with him at home? I mean, is it that or is he just not as good as we thought he was? Yeah, because- Kyle, I mean, if you ain't getting it at home, bro, you need to pull the Urban Meyer, hit the club. They'll give it to you. <laughs> it's just, I don't, I don't understand what's going on. Like, did he not want Trey Lance mm-hmm. and, we and we freaking everybody bullied him into not taking. Um, well, that, that, that's a rumor. Mac that's Jones. a rumor. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, a rumor. I don't know. He wanted Mac, and, and the organization basically jumped in and was like, "You're not about to mortgage our future on Mac Damn Jones." Because you got to think about it. At the end of the day, what happens every year in in drafts? Somebody picks up ahead of steam. Somebody gets hyped. Mitchell Trubisky had played one year and was nothing short of worthless, but he got a bunch of hype. So what the Bears do? Traded everything they could to go up and get him. And where is he now? He's a backup in Buffalo. That was Zach Wilson this year. Yeah, and Zach and and he injured right now. (laughs) You know, I mean, he he's got an arm, but like he got all the hype because they had the easiest schedule ever BYU did. And he played amazing because he played, you know, division three teams and looked fantastic. And it's the same, you know, these one, these one year guys get all this hype and then they don't pan out. It's going to happen year after year. It consistently happens. I just, the thing is, is, um, and then, uh, it, it just, for me, man, with this guy, and I'm like, we, we shouldn't have lost this. At all we should have lost any did. games yeah and, and we did and we the thing is is so we lost our all of our losses have been by two seven and today is actually the largest loss we lost by 12. and that was we lost, that we, had, we lost to the pack by two we lost to shit who else did we play i don't forget seattle seattle by seven seattle by seven yeah, arizona by seven, yeah. Mm-hmm. So mind you, these aren't, these aren't games where we're not in it. This was the only game where we were just screwed because you got twelve. You needed twelve points in a minute and five seconds, and that wasn't going to happen because you, you can't do that. The thing is, is the thing is, do not come out and, and I swear, if he does this, I'm going to don't come out and say anything about the defense getting you turnovers, Kyle. Just, just stop it. Stop it. Because defense is doing their job every game. You, your offense is just inept. And please don't tell me that you don't have the pieces because you could have had the pieces, but you were stubborn and start pounding the table for people for years that just don't work out. This is not – Lynch, if he gets fired, is going to be the scapegoat for all of the crap that happened. 
But it's not even Lynch. It's freaking Kyle. He's freaking egotistical and he's freaking stubborn. And Kyle he won't freaking admit the stupid plays too. He's the one he's freaking not. with he but he's the one, you know, in the front office stuff that has a lot of the pool. That's yeah. why he, I mean, I think John freaking goes along with it and is pretty chill. He's pretty, you know, laid back like, "Okay, cool. I'll go with you. I'll I'll, I'll go with you on this." I I I What's confusing What's confusing about that is that's what Harbaugh wanted, but Jed York wouldn't give it to him. Yeah, but you, gave yeah. it, you gave it to Kyle, and 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 I guess this is you kind of saying, well, "Ha ha!" This is why I don't give people that kind of stuff because look at what's happening now. Well, but newsflash, guys, Jed York's not a good owner. He's no. he's like a shell of his uncle. Like yeah. he is, he's not even that. If, if we were talking about it in the chat, like not that long ago, when I said that if if freaking we still had Eddie DeBartolo. We'd probably have the Super Bowls. I mean, for one, if we had when we had Harbaugh and Eddie and Eddie Eddie freaking DeBartolo was still the owner, he would have freaking oh, taken Harbaugh and ran with it. That none of that stuff that happened ever would have happened. Under he would have never. Harbaugh would still be here. Yep, he would. You wouldn't because yeah. Eddie. The thing is, is I when when we got Harbaugh, I said, you know what? This is this is the Bill Walsh treatment. We're gonna get we're we're, we're getting that. And what happened? We went to a Super Bowl. Although, in that Super Bowl, my other theory on that is that was definitely Vegas that intervened. Because there's no way in hell the goddamn lights go out for that long. Come on, people. <laughs> we were getting our asses into us, and they were going to have to pay out a shit ton of money. A big load of cash to a lot of people. And they said, nope. These dudes are old. Just slow the game down, turn the lights off. <clears throat> Once everything gets back to normal, go ahead, put them back out there. And what happened? Magically, we just came back. <laughs> that there ain't no way in hell them lights just went out like that, and that just happened. They pleased. Them people knew. They was like, man, we finna pay out too much. This ain't gonna work. And then This ain't gonna work. And then we had four of the worst play calls at the goal line ever. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I still don't, will never understand the play calls there. I, I would have just got the ball to Vernon Davis if I was going to throw the ball at all anyway. Otherwise, you, I mean, you why get not? Frank or are you freaking get Vernon Kaepernick to Vernon, run it in? I mean, it makes sense. Vernon was one of the biggest dudes, you know, in the game. He had big mm-hmm. body. All you got to do is put the ball up there. Ain't nobody finna punk him out the ball. Nope. I mean, look at it like this. We, we gave up our first 100-yard runner this year. And that yeah. was uh, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor was 107, yep. 18 carries, 107 yards, 5.9 yards per carry, and one TD. Jonathan and Taylor's you know, dog, though. and you know, you know the funny thing, Elijah Mitchell literally matched his stats. The only thing different was the fact that Elijah Mitchell had a shorter long. Elijah Mitchell's longest run was 20 yards, and uh, Jonathan Taylor's was 33. They had matching. Stats, and yeah. that was more so from the first half for Elijah Mitchell. You, you know, you know what I don't understand is the year we were in the Super, we went to the Super Bowl. Kyle's offense, there was so much trickery, so much more movement, so much like, and it doesn't. Mm. It seems like we're just doing sitting there doing nothing. Oh. Like he doesn't really want to coach. Like I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, the run game's working. Okay, where's all this movement to, to misdirection and you know faking it out? Where's let's get the run game going and then. Only let Jimmy pass when we're gonna do a play action because he's good at it. 
where where is all of that that set up Jimmy to do good in 2019? Like none of that is is there. Like he does not look like he wants to coach this year at all. Yeah. Like hey. I am I at this point I am on team fire him because I'm fucking sick and tired of it. Sitting him looking like he's fucking half dead on the fucking sideline coaching a shit ass game, looking like the worst coach in the NFL with all this talent. And then I'm fucking sick and tired of everybody blaming fucking Ayuk all the time. Like it's all fucking Ayuk's fucking fault. And I'm like, dude, we don't have a fucking quarterback that can get him the ball. Like Jim, our fucking backup quarterbacks get Ayuk the ball better than fucking Jimmy kid. But Kyle's not fucking scheming anything up. Kyle was scheming up better for our backup quarterbacks last year to get Ayuk the ball than he is this year. But we just want to fucking blame Ayuk. No, I fucking blame Kyle because Kyle's fucking sitting with his fucking head up his ass and doing nothing. But no, let's just blame Ayuk. It's probably uh, yeah. It's a lot of people have their sophomore slump, but I mean, yeah. Ayuk's a guy. Where, you know, you 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 scheme up things for him, but you also you know, he's an outside receiver. You know, where Debo can li- line up on the inside and the outside, he can do everything. Ayuk's an outside guy, and he's going to go over the middle, over the top. We ne- we we never go deep. That's what we drafted him for was to fucking go deep because that's what he's good at with those long ass fucking arms. Go up and get any ball. We never give him any fucking jump balls. Now, fucking one time this year has he had a fucking jump ball. But we're going to fucking blame him. Then we don't fucking throw him the ball. How the fuck is that his fault? I'm fucking sick and tired of like, oh, Ayuk, Ayuk, Ayuk. No, that's just a cop-out because Jimmy sucks and Kyle fucking sucks too. And Ayuk has to take the blame for those two fuckheads. Fucking, ugh. Did you see, okay, the, the, uh, the little thing they did on Ayuk on how many plays he ran versus how many targets he got. They literally stacked it game by game. Yep. It's They're blaming him. It's not his fault. Let me tell you this. Jimmy Garoppolo threw the ball 27 times. Mm-hmm. He threw the ball 11 times to Debo Samuel. Every The only other receiver that had more than two targets was Jermichael Fucking hasty with three catches for 15 yards. Michael Pittman had four targets, caught four balls, 105 yards, 26.3 yards per catch, and a touchdown. That's bad. It's. I mean, it, it proves right there. Like that um, is that just come on. Horrible our offenses. Like <laughs> our offense is terrible. Word. The the reason and, the reason Debo and, gets all the balls is because Debo is an is an absolutely fantastic route runner and he can get open and make space because because he's a running back. He can, can bail. Play. He can sure. bail. He can bail Jimmy out. He can yeah, bail him out on just about every throw. He goes to him. The thing is, that Jimmy Jimmy thinks that that's his Devontae Adams. Here's the thing: you're not Aaron Rodgers. There he is. What's up, Kyle? What's going on, Kyle? What's going, going on? on? What's going on, guys? How you guys? I know you guys are frustrated right now. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's an understatement, man. That is I'm, I'm frustrated as well, man. I'm frustrated. Bro, as well. this is like the but worst. It is what it is. It is what it is, you know. There's nothing really much you can do, but uh, just hope for the better next year at least, you know, because this year is definitely not cutting it. Nope. It, yeah. Put like this. No, yeah. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Mark my words. If they try Jimmy's ass out there next week, 
the Chicago Bears fans are gonna boo. Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. If he it's says really bad. that Jimmy is healthy and Trey is not, and Jimmy's gonna go, that first of all, we know that Trey is healthy, and that that, that was a bold faced lie. I mean, okay. but at the end of the day, man, they're they're just gonna run a jet sweep and that's it. That's all they're gonna do. They're gonna run those little quick slants, and that's it. There, there's you can't even do anything like with this offense anymore. You can't even do anything with with Shanahan anymore. That's the problem. It's gotten to this point, it's gotten to the point where it's like you can't even do anything more with the offense anymore. You can't even do anything with Jimmy, you know, because Jimmy can get you the ball, you know, to a certain extent. But once it gets to Shanahan, you know, he calls these dumb plays, and it's like. All right, the whole team sucks. You know, the defense can only do so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like, I mean, especially after the first series of, like, I mean, they went down the field so quick, got a touchdown, right? And then, what, the next couple series after that is like, it's what was Kyle calling. thinking? Kyle it's just play calling. It's stupid, man. Yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of. I I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to hear it though. I don't want to hear anything like the weather was uh was a factor and everything. I don't want to hear it, man. Honestly, there's no excuse. Carson Wentz was looking like a baller at the end of the game. I don't care. I I really do not care. Jimmy should have won that game. Damn I should have won that game. Yeah. Somebody so don't tell me, don't tell me that the weather was a factor when the coach went and put exactly. up 30. There is no way that that you can tell me that the weather was a factor when the coach put up 35 points on us in our own house and made us look real fucking stupid. No, I agree. Yep. Jimmy can't even throw an accurate freaking screen ball. Like that's yeah. why we have so many drop screens, because he throws them all over the damn place. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. No, it's just yeah. all over the place, you know, and nothing's clicking. And man, I, I just could not take looking at Shanahan putting that stupid freaking hat on today, man. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but he was wearing that freaking yeah, that 2019 hat, man. Mm-hmm. I did not want to see that. I'm like, that's that's his wife telling him, like, hey, put this on, maybe it'll work, you know, like kind of I I did not want to see it, man. I was just tired of it, you know. He, but he's not even trying though, so nothing's gonna work. Nah, he's not trying anything, you know. You know, and he's no. not trying the obvious play calling, you know, the stuff that would actually work. The traditional I, I was even telling him like like a couple of my friends and everything, like Jim Tom Sula would have called a better freaking offense if it were him, you know. So it, it's yeah. there's no excuse. Here you, here, I'll give you a conspiracy theory. Kyle's such an egotistical asshole that he's sabotaging the season on purpose and wants to keep Jimmy in there to continue to sabotage the season. So when he rolls out freaking Trey Lance next year after a full off season and they all we, fail and we yeah. put up 45 points a game, he looks like the fucking greatest mastermind in the history of fucking football. No. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Hey, that, that can, he, that's how big his, that can, you know, he, he, he could take something like that to the grave too. You know, he's mm-hmm. that type of guy and I freaking hate the way that he is, you know, cause he just won't go. He, he's very stubborn, you know, he's like, he won't go with like the obvious shit, you know, and it is what it is, you know, um, you know, the crazy we thing have. I, you know, the crazy thing I think about this is, and, and, and I think this is exactly how it's going to work. They they were trying to give them a winning record before the trade deadline so they could boost a his tradeability and 
what what round we could what what we could get for him in picks. Now that yep. he looks like fucking hot shit on the stick, now what they're going to do is if they can push him out there, they'll keep pushing him out there, try to make him look good. And you know what they're going to do? They'll hold on to him until the last minute they have to pay him until the till in that time next year. And they're going to say, well, you know, we want a first round pick for Jimmy, which everyone knows you're not getting that for Jimmy at all. Yeah. But they're going to yeah. try to get they're going to try to milk some desperate team like Miami yep. and say, just give us your first round pick. Because they're loaded with picks. Good God, they have like more than enough. And mm. Tua, Tua is just looking horrible. So you go ahead and you try to find a desperate team that's going to take him off your hands and give you at a bare minimum a second round pick. But they'll yeah, hold. Don't get me them. wrong. You know, Jimmy's good enough to actually like excel in like this. You know, in any team, you know, but the NFC is just really freaking hard. And I know we played the Colts and everything, but still, it's like it's a the Colts tough had, division. You the know, Colts it's a really injured, tough division. The Colts had injured defensive players, dude. And the we secondary still, was gone. Was, yeah, secondary was garbage, gone, and we man. still looked horrible. Garbage, man. So, and I don't even know how Xavier Rhodes even came back into the game. I thought he was out. So yeah. I I yeah. just there, there was just a tweet from Jed York saying oh, that the man. he's talking already. <laughs> the, the he he was thinking the fans were coming out because the weather was terrible, but the performance was unacceptable. So oh, it sounds man. like he's starting to get sick of this shit. I mean, hey, and uh, put it out. Bring there. it on. Bring yeah. it on, man. So, something's gonna happen because if don't you, I mean, tell Jed Jed if you Jed. I know that I don't. I know <laughs> that a lot of us out here are Niner fans and we do podcasting. Don't tell us. Tell Kyle. Oh, man. Tell him. Tell See, that's him the thing. If, if you were to, we, if we, you were to, we know. We've been there yeah. already. Mentally, we already know that. We've heard that a million times. Hey, can See, I but share that's a, Yeah, go for it. Can I share something real quick? I want to share this real fast uh, because I feel like this is is uh, a big thing mm-hmm. for sure. Um, let me hold on real quick. Let me just go ahead and do this, do that, do that. No, no, you guys here? Yep. Basically, man. Oh, oh, so Basically. what he just said, what he just said is what I was already saying, why Ayuk isn't showing up. <laughs> he just pretty much said what I just got done saying about why we can't get Ayuk the ball, and then boom. Yeah. He just pretty much said it for me. Yeah. Dude. Yep. I, I, it's just, uh, dude, I think at this point, you could – uh, say our, our season's basically done, you might as well start Trey Lance, start developing him now in, in with the first team and and then be ready for next year. I love like, when Dante Widner and tells it how it is. Talk. 
because they pull no punches and they tell you the truth. You know who Dante Whitner reminds me of when he's doing commentating? Rodney Harrison. You remember yep. a few years ago what Rodney Harrison did on air and they did not expect it? He told Tom Brady on air, pull your skirt down. Yep. They did not expect, I swear to you, okay, that was just as bad as Kanye West going, George Bush doesn't care about black people. And Mike Myers going, <laughs> and then they got to the next motherfucker. They was like, uh, we don't know how to handle that. And no, that was not on the teleprompter, sir. No, it was not. Mm-mm, yeah. that you weren't supposed to say like it to me. And, and this, this is from, okay. This is from a reliable source. I will not say who it is. Joe Staley openly admitted Kyle does not trust Jimmy. If you don't, if the star left tackled, probably the greatest left tackle we've ever had for this team is saying that you don't trust that guy to do certain things with your offense. Why are you forcing him out there? Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. I understand. I I totally agree, man. You know, and it's, it's like literally insider uh you know news you know like it, it we know for a fact that that's like what's going on and you know like, you have someone like trey lance someone that can actually extend the play you know someone that can do so much for your offense and everything and it's not that stuff that coaching is not yeah, you know I'll just say like more it, it's just not happening everybody's it, just locking in on it's like everybody's just coming together and it, just do what they have to have to do and it's like know, um, and, and, and kyle he doesn't think that, that uh, just get it back rolling. He he like he he doesn't want to be out there. Yeah, he doesn't want to play Lance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you right now what until he said. he's molded until he's molded um, him yeah. into exactly what he wants. No, no, like, you're gonna like, have to put him on the field. Oh, we don't I have know, I know, but that's what that's what it seems like Kyle's doing. Yeah. That's why he's running with Jimmy, even though he doesn't mm-hmm. trust him. He doesn't want to start yeah. Lance until he's ready to start Lance because he. Yeah wants to mold him in so maybe he really did want Lance from the start like like they said when he talked to John Lynch on the plane drawn up plays but he wants to mold Lance into into his you know perfect quarterback he's gonna have, have him ready opinions. he doesn't I don't know why he's not okay with that you think any court every quarterback every person who plays the game of football at any level has growing pains you there there is a rare occasion when you get out there and you're just a natural baller it is very rare okay that's like a calvin johnson from day one when he stepped his ass on an nfl field there was no denying that that young man had fucking talent i agree well the thing is is of all the quarterbacks that were drafted lance might be the most talented of all of them, he just needs playing time. The guys, <laughs> I mean, of all the quarterbacks of school and only played one year and was still drafted number three overall, like the guy in his conference in the mm-hmm. um, that that they play he played in that play for four years busting their ass and never even make it to the NFL. And he played one freaking year in that conference, you yeah, know, yeah. in that divi- or in that division, whatever you call it, in that division, and mm-hmm. is a number three overall pick. So, dude, the, the guy's an absolute freaking talent and just needs time to get used to the NFL. 
Yeah. yeah, and see, that's where I think that, like, I think that Kyle Shanahan's, like, he he messed up, you know, he's holding Jimmy Garoppolo's hand because I think it's because of the fan base, so that the fan base loves Jimmy, and, you know, but at the same time, they're also starting to get really tired, like, with what he's having, or what he's showing, you know, and I think that he's kind of, he definitely is in the cot seat, you know, but at the same time, you also at some point have to transition into Trey Lance because whether it's Kyle Shanahan next year uh, or yes, somebody else, you know? Yeah. And first and second down as well. Oh shit. Right. All right. I, I thought someone was talking there. No, you're good. <laughs> but, no, nah, but was, it, it's the same thing. Ahead. It's like, if it's either Shanahan or if it's somebody else, you know, developing him, I think it yeah. should start now. I think they should actually put him out on the field now and forget about like, how many picks he's going to throw because he's going to have some mistakes. I mean, look at the whole freaking team for crying out loud, you know? Yeah. Well, it's like we would have beat Arizona if he had called an actual game plan for – like made an actual game plan for Lance and actually yeah. done something. We would have won the game. Like that whole like, jet sweep and everything, If that would have fit perfectly with Trey Lance for sure. I just yeah, – I, I don't see why we, we didn't – I mean, I still don't understand the game against Arizona because, I mean, it looked like he just put Lance out there and said, go play some football and didn't really do anything. And even if he schemed you just a little bit, we probably would have won that game. Oh, no, dude. Absolutely. A hundred percent. If we would have had Trey Lance out there, he would have had a day. If he would have had the same, let's just put last game into this game. If he would have just, you know, been throwing the ball the way that he was, maybe it wouldn't have been as like successful, but the running game for sure would have helped us tremendously, and I think it would have yeah. had us like win this game 100%. I'm yeah. sorry. Jimmy Garoppolo looked very timid. He looked like he didn't even want to slip on grass at all. He looked very scared. You know, He looked pissed off. Looked like nothing was clicking and everything, you know, so – I, I, it has to be Trey Lance from here on out, but if it isn't, you know, then he's like Shanahan's gonna get booed off the off the field for sure. Whether it's over there, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, also too is uh, Debo was talking to uh, the post game uh, crew, and uh, he said the Niners' offense needs to pay more attention to detail on third down. Yeah. And he used to be the best at it, you know, Kyle. Or, yeah. I'm sorry, not Kyle, but Jimmy used to be the best at it. He was the best third down converter at one point. No, no, and what no, the no. hell happened with that, man? Kendrick Bourne. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's the a big loss. the best third down too. converter. Yeah. I, I pounded the table. Nobody believed me. I'm like, yeah, we're going to hurt on third downs without him. Yeah, I agree, man. He, he, was, he, was, he was good. He, he was really dude. good. When, when, we have, when there's a zone defense, nobody can find the freaking open spot like him on a third down. That's Dude. that's what he was. That's what he yeah. was so good at for us, um, especially yeah. in 2019. I mean, he even if he's not the best receiver, he's always there on third down. And look what but, he's look look what he's doing now with um with uh, the Patriots. He he's freaking become Mac's favorite receiver to go to. Oh no, it's the first guy he looks for. A hundred percent. But like now, if like from from now on, what do you what do you do with with George Kittle now, man? Like seriously, like. He, I get it. He, you know, he's a baller. You know, he's good and everything, but he's hurt. He continues to get hurt all the time, and he's not even on the field today. You just, you, you know, just so don't like, let him what play. Do you, do? you don't let him play when Jimmy's a quarterback. How many Jimmy, times has he gotten hurt Jimmy's because the, Jimmy throws him freaking hospital balls? Yeah, Jimmy is that's the one true. that gets him hurt. <laughs> that's true. He's probably not going to get hurt if, if Lance is throwing him the ball because he's not going to get a bunch of hospital balls. He's going to, his hands might hurt, but the yeah. rest of them's not going to hurt. <laughs> 
Yeah, I agree. I, think, I mean, I just, at this point, it's just like, I mean, where do you go from here now? Honestly. As, well, as a I team just, and as fans, I mean, where do it, you where do you go from from here? You know? It's it's I don't I, I don't know because I don't trust the front office. I mean, they laid it out kind of perfectly when they were talking about what Armstead and Buckner said, how they thought they were going to bring the defense back after 2019 and we were going to run it again with that defense, and then they were just all blown up and they were doing this and doing that. It's like, well, mm-hmm. the front the front the front office doesn't make good decisions. They just don't. Yeah, you know, Pettis, look at that one. Look at her Jalen Hurd. Wow. Look at Jalen Hurd. Look at look at look at the you know Pat drafting certain certain guys for no reason. I mean taking I banks it. and he still hasn't played yet. Why freaking Asante Samuel Jr. is the best freaking rookie in the freaking <laughs> in the NFL right now. But one thing that he's, 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 he's the rookie of the year automatically, like off rip. Oh yeah, Samuel Jr. is, and I just took a look at Jimmy's presser, and he even confirmed what I stated. That play to Charlie Warner, that was not the way the play was drawn up. He actually blamed the elements on why he lost. And then they said, well, you know, in the third quarter, you guys had just a string of plays. What clicked? Oh, we just went out there and executed. That's what he said? Damn, bro. Like, like this, I'm, I'm dead at, like, li- listen to this. This is, like, the biggest crack of shit I've ever heard in my life. Coverage. Uh, hit. Yeah. Why was it so hard to keep the offense rolling in the second quarter? Uh, like I say, uh, we always talk. That's just not – you can't do that and win, win football games consistently. So I think it's just uh, – we just got to get back to the drawing board. We can't, we can't make this many uh, mistakes back-to-back like that. How did the elements affect you out there, holding on the ball, et uh, It was my first time wearing gloves. They actually worked out really well. So I thought, thought I could spin it pretty pretty well still in it. Uh, like I said in the beginning, it was a lot less than it was later on in the game, and it started to pick up more and more. It became difficult at times with the footing and everything, but I mean, we we've played stuff like this before, so it wasn't anything crazy. And later in the game, in the earlier in the fourth yes. quarter, out of nowhere, after a lot of three and outs, you had three big passes in a row. What what clicked all of a sudden? Uh, I wouldn't say anything clicked. It was just we went out there and executed. Uh, you know, Debo made had a great route on the first one, the longer one down the right sideline to. Get open, ran a great route, got himself open. Uh, then the one to Charlie, uh, that's that really wasn't even how the play was drawn up, but he just they they kind of dropped him in coverage, uh, hit him, and then Debo made a play at the end there, uh, kind of an off schedule play. So it was just it's kind of like I was saying before, it's uh, it does execute. We got to go out there, execute, make the plays when they're when we get the opportunity, and if we do that, we could get on the right track. But it's just it's it's going to take a lot of effort and a lot of hard work at this point. Second interception, it seemed like the ball may have uh, slipped out of your hand a little bit as you're trying to get into over to Juan. The one at the end? Yeah, yeah. And just kind of, it seemed like you were standing there just kind of dazed for a second, just soaking it all. What was going through your mind? Yeah, uh, yeah, that one just, I didn't get on top of it, didn't, didn't finish the throw, so it, it sailed. Uh, I don't know, it was just the whole night, you know. It, it's tough playing that weather to begin with, you know, just uh, the mental toughness you have to have. But then when things are going wrong like that, it's a, it makes for a tough night, so it was very frustrating. But you know, we're gonna stick together. We got we got a team that you know we do have playmakers, we got players, we got good coaches, and we gotta stick together at this point. How did the calf feel during the game, and how did you come out of this one? Uh, it, it held up, I'll say. Uh, <laughs> definitely felt it at times, but uh, that sort of is what it is. I think 
all the guys out there, we're all playing with something right now. So just kind of it's that point of the season. I don't know. We'll see. I, I feel it, but it's it's not hindering me at all, I'd say. So it, so it's not hurting him, but it's hurting him. It's hurting everybody else. <laughs> how, how, hard, how hard is it? How uh, is it I don't know. I don't, I don't it is my fault. One specific thing. I think it's, you know, we just got to, whatever play is called, you know, we just have to go out there and execute. So it's um just about putting in more time, more effort, staying longer, putting in more hours, you know, things like this. It's the little things at this point. And, you know, the NFL is a crazy thing. It's, uh, you know, one week you're on top, one week you're, out, you're at the bottom of it. And it's just uh, every team has their ups and downs and, and we're at a, we're at a lower end of the point right now, but we, we can fight back. Last one. Jimmy, was there any fun trash talking between you and DeForest in the game? No. Uh, no, Defoe was pretty locked in that whole game. Uh, we were too, but no, I, I, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary, I'd say. Go ahead, Jennifer. How did Jalen Moore do today? Jalen did good. He did. He really did. Um, you know, he held his own, being his first start and everything. Thought he came up with the right mindset pregame. You could tell he was locked in and ready to roll. And, I thought he played really well. There, there were some highlights in this game. You know, Elijah had 100. Uh, Debo played good, I thought. It was, you know, so there are some positives to take out of this, but but we have to get back to the drawing board and we have to go to work now. Everybody's going to look. Uh, we can do one more. Say Everybody's going to look at the quarterback on a four-game losing streak. And I know you played only in three of them, but how do you deal with that? Uh, I mean, this, we're, we're a tight team right now, I think. So it starts with me, no doubt about it. But I think uh, – you know, we got a good group of guys, and like I said, we got to go back to work now. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. Man, he's just too nice, man. He's like uh, – he, he's the best thing that probably could have happened to the Niners organization because he does – if he, he really wanted to be down. a pissed – yeah, he, if he really wanted to be a pissed-off quarterback, he could, and honestly, he should. And he's just too nice, you know. that that I think that's what makes him, like, so likable. But at the end of the day, it's like he's not producing. He's not doing anything. I want to – I want, I want, hold on, hold on, Lefty. I, I want to go around and ask everyone what they heard in that interview. B Dubs, get, get what what did you hear from, from, from Jimmy Garoppolo? Um so he says that uh you know you had problems uh with that weather um playing in it and everything. I'm like you saw my look my face reaction when he said that. I was like, Carson Winston really have an issue with playing in this weather. Yeah, he what, over the interview after the game. In the pouring down rain and didn't even put a hat on. Yeah, he had a what That's over 200 yards passing tonight, right? Something like that. And you look at Jimmy's stats, he barely hit a what 100 yards for passing as it was. Carson right. Wentz, Carson Wentz stats Carson Wentz 17 for 26, 150 yards, two TDs, okay. no interceptions, one sack. Jimmy Garoppolo, 16 for 27, 181 yards, one in one TD, oh, wow. and two interceptions and two sacks. Debo so had they 100 were of those that yards, far yeah. Debo had 100 of those 80, uh, 181. Mm -hmm. yeah, but and, he had, and he also had uh, how many targets? Debo had 11 targets. That's what I was saying oh, earlier. So, okay, That's so uh, le le Lefty, what did what, you hear? I heard just a bunch of excuses, and my my first – the only thought I think of is how hard is it to just say, sorry, guys, I sucked. I need to do better. If, if I don't play better, we're not going to win games. That's what a leader does. That's what a, that's what a quarterback who's supposed to be a leader comes out and says, sorry, guys, I just fucking yep. sucked today. 
and I cost us the game because I didn't yep. play well. Yep. How hard is it to do that? Yeah. It, 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 like if you're going to be a leader and you're going to want to get these guys behind, like the, the locker room behind you, then freaking come out and say it. Because he's probably saying that, and Debo's probably sitting there listening to it, and he's probably like, this motherfucker. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't for me bailing your ass out, it would have been worse. Yeah. It's like, dude, Agreed. take some responsibility for how bad you play for one time. Instead of, oh, yeah, we're this. Like, it just, just a bunch of freaking excuses. Like, oh, yeah, he's so nice. Well, you can be nice all you want. Why don't you freaking man up and, ta- and take some fucking responsibility for your shit play mm-hmm. instead of freaking making excuses? Kyle, oh man, like I like like what you guys were just talking about, like uh, Carson Wentz, man. Like there's no excuse, you know. You know he has a lot of adversity. He has to face a lot of adversity after coming, you know, from back from that injury. The same thing. He's in the same situation and everything where you know he needs to do good. And you know Jimmy didn't. He he's just trying to like find excuses and then. He's making he's making Shanahan look better than what he is. You know, it's Shanahan's fault. And, you know, I think that's like you're not going to ever get a straight up answer, you know, because Jimmy's a really good guy. But, you know, it's he's a really good guy and you're never going to hear anything negative from him. And which is why I think that it's kind of annoying that you hear a lot of excuses. But at the end of the day, it just it goes back to Shanahan, man, dude, like that dude has no fucking he has no fucking clue on what he's doing this year. I don't know what is going it, on. He is not the same as how he was last year and the year before. So what I heard was absolute BS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Let, let, at the end of the day, bro, Lefty said it best. Take responsibility. Exactly. Learn it, learn it, live it, love it, bro. You need to eat, sleep. And shit, the fact that you sucked tonight. Yeah. Uh, and you need to be able to do it in a way where we as fans feel comfortable knowing that at least you can say, I messed up. When Absolutely. you can't even say that, that puts you at a disadvantage in life, let alone in the game of football. The sad it, part is. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you up, but the sad no, part is – I'll say this real quick. On, the sad Zach. part is is the rookie after his first game is already taking responsibility for his fuck-ups. He took That's responsibility true. for not getting in on that fourth down when he got stopped at the goal line. He took full responsibility and said he needs to do better next time. That's what a leader does. That's what a quarterback should do. Yeah. Uh, your rookie in his first in his first starts already doing that. And a, and a, play, a guy who's been playing for, what, 10 years almost now Jesus, can't do it? Man. Uh, it's it's true, man. This is ridiculous. You know, he should be. You should at this point. You would think, even after this game, you know, after throwing two interceptions, you know, it, it would, you know, he would do the right thing and say, you know, I fucked up, you know, and you know what? Next week is another day, you know. Uh, and but he didn't do any of that, and you know, the fact that he he just I don't know. There's something with Garoppolo that. Uh, us as fans, you know, as fans, I'm a fan of him, you know, everything, you know, I have been for a while, but we just got to stop cushioning him. You know, he, he's, he's not that good, you know, as he's not even compared like to what he was doing, like in 2019, you know, and it, we, us as fans got to realize that Trey's the better man and we just got to let him play, you know? And like I said, whether it's a new coach or if it's Shanahan coaching him, it, it, 
you know, he has to play. He has to develop and he has to get all that shit going. You know, and if this is a losing career, he needs to lose now. You know, or winning career, but he needs to lose now. Yeah, I uh, I feel like, too, I feel like Kyle is just holding Trey back. And he's going to, I think, until the season's over, to be honest with you. I think yeah. we won't see much of Trey until next year. It's because Kyle wants all the freaking love and all the yeah. freaking and all the, all the he wants everything that it, that it was all him. Everything everything about Lance was him. He, he has to be. Everybody knows. Look look at the genius Kyle is. What he's done with freaking Trey Lance. That's it has to be him. And if and if it's not going to be him, he's not going to play. He's not going to play Lance until he knows that can be that. Yep. And you know the the crazy thing is is like how do you? My thing is is. How do you keep getting like how do how do people keep giving him a pass? Like as far as a uh, put it like this, how many other coaches in his position would still have a job, and or got an extension? Yep. You you just you wouldn't because I can tell you right now, there are plenty of head coaches out there. Steve Wilkes got one year. One. He didn't yeah. even get a chance to build the team that he wanted. He didn't even get a chance to install the defense he wanted. He got one year, and he was gone. Yeah. There are so many coaches that literally one and done, two and done. Kyle has been here five years and has one winning show for it, and he mortgaged our first year because of his love for Kirk Cousins, and people seem to forget that. Yeah. They just yeah. passed that off. It, as oh well, you know they 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 tried. We set a record for losing the like the closest. I think it was like the the closest um um the, uh, uh losing in a year. Like we lost a lot of games by like two or three points. Yeah, yeah. and it's all just... because you he literally came out and openly said he did not study Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson, you are walking into a brand new job with no quarterback because you didn't want Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. yeah. And you didn't study the QBs in the draft because you magically thought Kirk Cousins was going to come here and save the 49ers. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did Kirk Cousins do anything in Washington? Because last time I checked, they didn't go anywhere. And I'm sorry. Nope. Have the Vikings looked like a fucking Super Bowl team nope. since Kirk Cousins been there? Because nope. I don't think they have. So explain to me what Kirk Cousins was about to come here and do if he ain't done nothing elsewhere. Justin Jefferson is a damn good weapon. Stephon Diggs. Yeah, even though Diggs isn't there, he was a damn good weapon. Could you have imagined a passing attack with Stephon Diggs and Justin Jefferson? Oh, and just sprinkling a little Adam Thielen in the slot. Oh, right. by the way, oh. hey Kyle Rudolph and keep him there. Oh, by the way, look behind you. There's a guy named Dalvin Cook. What a coincidence! That would have been a prolific offense, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Real quick, uh, Great Iron Icon says, my theory, Shanahan, McVay, and LaFleur, better as offensive coordinators. Have any of them developed a quarterback? Nope. Kyle's, Kyle's a good play caller. 
but he's yeah. obviously showing he's a terrible decision maker. And as a head coach, you have to be a good decision maker. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, not. I'm starting to think he's not a good head coach either because his decision isn't. making is terrible. His decision. He's, he's a great. He's a great offensive coordinator. That's what he is. He's starting to show us. He's an OC. He's not a head. He's not a head, not coach. A head coach. And it's he's extremely unfortunate that this is happening because we invested so much. And my thing is, I didn't understand why Jed extended him the way that he did, because I'm like, he gave you one. My, I've always been a t- I've been this type of person ever since I've watched football. If you want to get paid for me and I'm a GM, you need to give me at least two solid years of production. You're not going to be a one-year wonder and I'm going to open my I'm going to open the the owner's pocketbooks and just let the floodgates fall where and let the chips fall where they may. No. You need to give yeah, me exactly. two solid years of production because I need to make sure you're not a one-year wonder. Because yeah. you know, though I tell you right now, the crazy thing is Josh Norman played a hell of a game tonight. He did. Yeah, he did. Except for that one penalty, he did. Except for that one penalty, he was amazing. Yeah. crazy because people had written him off. He's never been the same as he was that one year in in Carolina. He never was the same, ever. But Yeah, Yeah, no. He's good enough, for sure. No, he's really good. But then you go ahead and throw in Drake Kirkpatrick, and you see what he did. At the end of the day, bro, at a bare minimum – I say this, and I know coaches stress this. Wrap up, hug that dude like he was your long lost mama, and you were an orphan, yeah. and you just found him. Why is that always a problem? I don't understand. Like but when, when Jimmy, thing- when Jimmy, let me tell you this. I'm, I'll give you another example. Remember, remember that Falcons game last year that we lost. Mm-hmm. You know why we lost that? Because Jimmy Ward was throwing his body into Julio Jones. Do you know yep. why we do you know why Dre Greenlaw stopped that tight end in Seattle? Because he tackled him. He yeah, took yeah. him up top and he yep. wrapped him up and made sure that he could not break the plane. When you go yep. low on a receiver who's six foot four, you know how easy it is to stretch the ball to break the plane? It's not that far. And you were on the one. Does Lance start next week? Nope. Nope. Kyle Burrell Jimmy. I don't out. See it. He won't he'll, do he'll force. I'm going to tell you, he'll force Jimmy out there if he can. If Jimmy tells him he's healthy and he's ready to go, Jimmy Garoppolo will start, and we're going to lose to the fucking Bears. The yeah, man. Bears. Well, here's another thing. Whacked by the Bucks, by the way. Just beat yeah. that. Yeah. Honestly, does Lance really have a knee sprain? Honestly, come on now. I mean, I believe he probably has something wrong with him. You know, I, I wouldn't say – I mean, dude, look at the w- amount of times that he had to run that game. Look at the amount of times that yeah, he had to do fault. everything. You know, that's Kyle's fault. And it's almost like I think he has Garoppolo by the hand and everything. And I think he – if his job counts on it, it's – it's G- if if Jimmy's going to come down with him and everything. And, that, and that's how – that's sad and everything because the obvious answer is that Trey should start. But – you know, it's you might it, as I don't well think it's gonna happen. I mean, the season's lost for honestly. You might I mean, as well just start Trey. It's not really smart to turn the fan base against you. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't really see how that's good as a head coach. Like, you don't really if you put Jimmy out there next week, and if Lance is good to go, and you put Jimmy out there next week, you, he's gonna completely lose the fan base. Yeah, he will completely lose it. Yeah, dude, and 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 he didn't put Trey Lance in a position to even win, man. Like. You, you had you had like you had everything that you needed, man. You had your run game going for you. 
uh, that one get, that one day with with Trey Lance, and you know he didn't even freaking he ran with him, you know. So it yeah. made no sense. It was easy to take a loss with Trey Lance and everything, and he didn't put him in a good position. I'm well, sorry, that was not a good position to put your rookie quarterback in, and everybody knows that shit. As well yeah, as he, we he sabotaged Trey Lance. I would look, man. I was at that game. I was physically yeah. there. There's no way. You needed to run those plays that you ran with Trey Lance. I'm so sorry. It n- none of it made sense. That Which looked to why. me that looked to me like a college offense with a little bit of an NFL offense sprinkled in. I yeah. know. I looked at that. I was there. I literally. My, now, mind you, I was very happy because my seats. I was on the thirty yard line on the visitor side, and I was only about maybe thirteen rows up from from the field. So I had a great view of everything, and I saw everybody, man. Yeah. You know you know what killed me in that game? And I said this on my channel. If you want your quarterback to succeed, why would you not give him the players that he was working with? Why was Jawan Jennings inactive? Why did we not see a lot of Trent Sherfield? Yeah, exactly. We have a very good connection with Trent Sherfield and with yeah, Jawan Jennings. And I know a lot of people were like, you got to stop saying that that interception that he threw in the beginning of the game would have been caught. It would have been caught in Trent Sherfield on that route. It would have been caught if that had been Jawan Jennings on that route. You know why? Because they're receivers. Travis yep. Benjamin is a glorified receiver. He is a kick returner slash punt returner. That's what he does. That's who he is. He will not be a receiver in the NFL. And if you're supposedly using him to take the top off the defense, which was never done in that game, mm-hmm. what other purpose does he have? Travis Benjamin ain't running no goddamn routes. Yeah. When the last and time I, I, Travis I, Benjamin have a thousand yard season as a receiver with ten touchdowns, it never happened. Never. And see, that's the thing. That's like that's another thing that proves my points. Like, to to prove my point, it's like why would you put Travis Benjamin in when he just freaking started? And you have Trent Sherfield has been balling. He's been catching. He hasn't even dropped a ball up until today. You know and. You, and you put Travis Benjamin over him, you know, I just don't understand. It's kind of like Shanahan just wants him to fail so that Jimmy can look a little bit better so that he could prove his point that his winning season was with Jimmy and not Trey. You know, I mean, I don't know. It just makes – it just it, – it, it's kind of like he's playing that little diva role. And I just – I don't understand it, man. It's kind of like it's politics now at this point. It's not even a like a straight-up answer. Well, it's just like when when uh, that we were gonna start that game against Arizona, and I and the, when I, as soon as I saw that Jennings was uh, inactive, I was just I was besides myself, and I'm like, why is he not playing? Especially for you know he's one of the guys that Lance practices with, and he's probably one of our better route runners when you think about it, and has yeah. some of the strongest hands on the team. Yeah, you know he's he's a yep. good you know he he can. He's a good possession receiver who can run good routes. He's not as fast, but he can run good routes. And he's and he's inactive. And you're going to put in Travis Benjamin, who can't do anything. I, I, I just I, that that alone told me that, that something was off right off the bat. And then yeah. we watched the game, and then when we did the show, and Dion joined us, uh, and he just kind of brought it up again, like brought it brought it up, and I was like, oh, dude, it makes hundred percent sense. Yeah, yeah. Like it just it. They he set him up to fail. Like he should have had Sherfield yeah. out there, and he should have had Jennings out there at times, you know. And it shot to make things happen to make Lance feel comfortable, get in the groove. And he never gave him a chance to really get in the groove passing the ball 
at all. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, just real quick, I want to shout out uh, our sponsors real fast. Uh, first off, we'll go with my bookie. Um, if you go ahead and, uh, God, I went blank right now. <laughs> <laughs> so when uh, when it comes to gambling, you always want to make sure you're getting the best bang for your buck. That's why you should bet with my bookie. At my bookie, you can get all bet on all your favorite sports with the exclusive promotions contest and more to find your winning bet right now when you make your first deposit with my bookie you'll instantly receive double your first deposit it's easy all you have to do is go to mybookie.ag sign up and use promo code hive and my bookie will double your first deposit it's instantly up to a thousand dollars how's that for fast money use your extra funds to bet on this week's biggest games including the battle between the chiefs and the titans i know it already went by but Saying it anyways, <laughs> um, where air mill offense takes on smash mouth football. Look for the score to run up quickly. Bet the over. Run up. Okay. This promotion is only available for a limited time. So don't miss out. Head to mybookie.ag and use my promo code Hive and secure your double deposit bonus today. That's promo code Hive so you can double your funds to double your winnings. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Also. Yeah, man. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, you should have bet on the tights because they put a beat down. Right? Oh so, so, are we all taking the Bears if Jimmy's starting or what? Yeah. If Jimmy's starting, I'll put my money on the Bears. I will put, yeah. I, will, I, will, I, will, I will go in and that, you know, they said they're going to they gonna match my stuff. I'm going to put <laughs> me at least 200 on on uh, on the Bears and, and, and double up and get my foe and then I'm going to get my winnings because. We yeah. we can't we we just we we as we as as fans see this. There's no way the coaches don't see this. And when you have former players saying that they see this, you can't. There's no. Come on, you Kyle. You really had the nerve to get up there and say, like, I mean, there have been head coaches in 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 the past that have just blatantly looked and gone. You know what? Yeah. This guy sucks. I'm I'm going to another guy. I can't do it anymore. That's what his dad would have done. That's oh, what oh, Mike oh, Mike, oh, would have oh, been Mike, like. Mike, Mike would have benched him a long time ago. Looked at him and been like, yep. uh, "Bro, I, I had John Elway, Hall of Famer. Yeah. You ever you ever seen him before? Played in a couple Super Bowls. You <laughs> you know? Yeah, he, yeah, he was pretty good. Do you understand? You couldn't shine John Elway's shoes on any given day." Get off my goddamn field. Trey, get your ass yeah. out there. Let's go ahead and get some stuff going for you, son. Exactly. Get it together. See, that's exactly. the thing, man. Just one one thing, you know, before we go and everything. I, I just feel that this is the perfect thing for – this is the perfect season for Trey, for Trey Lance to get out there, man. You need, he needs to go out there, and he needs to get some experience down on the field, and we need to lose, you know. <laughs> I think that to be to be honest, man, we need to get someone, you know. We need to get someone for that 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 pick, that draft pick, you know. So yeah, it's perfect. This is a perfect yeah. opportunity for him, you know. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, to close out our sponsorships, um, you guys are from the Bay Area. I live live in the Bay Area. Uh, go ahead and go over to BodyWorkByRoger.com. Book your appointment today. Get yourself a nice massage. Uh, that's once again BodyWorkByRoger.com. Um, Badass man, I've been there before. You know, yeah. they they do some really good work there. Work yeah, I highly recommend it. Yep, yep. 
Uh, so I think that's going to do it for us, guys. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining today, Dion and Kyle. We really appreciate oh, yeah. it. Um, until next time, go Niners. Go Niners, brothers.